where can you fail more where it will help you? Another question prompt around this is, if you knew you couldn't fail, what would you do? If anything you did was going to be successful, you had to put in the time and the work and whatever, but you knew it was going to be successful in the end, what would you do differently today than what you're doing now? Hello, and welcome to The Lucy Lou Show, the fueling station for your mind, business, and life. And now, here's your host, Lucy Liu. Hello, hello, beautiful souls. I'm really excited to be here today with you. And my guest today is Emily Sander. She is a C-suite executive turned leadership coach, founder of Next Level Coaching, and she's written two books, Hacking Executive Leadership and An Insider's Perspective on the Chief of Staff. Welcome to the show, Emily. Thank you so much. It's a pleasure to be on. Yeah. So let's get straight to the good part. (laughs) Many of my listeners, they are business owners. They are entrepreneurs. And, you know, even just as human beings, we often get into what you call the failure loop, right? So I know you talked about this in your book. Let's talk about that. What is the failure loop and how does it help us reframe failure? Sure. It's a framework that, like you said, reframes failure and makes you go after it because if you do it the right way, it's a mark of a successful person. And so I have a graph in my book, but you can, for your listeners, you can picture a chain of connected loops that overall goes up and to the right. And that's the direction of progress. That's the direction of growth and success and everything we want. If you'll notice, there is a point in an individual loop where you go back down to the left. So when you're looping, looping through, there's a point where you go back down to the left And that's what I call a failure event. So that's when um, you hired the wrong person or you made a pitch deck presentation to an investor and it did not go well, or you made a decision and it blew up in your face. Those are all failure events. They don't feel good in the moment. They're like, oh, I just got kicked in the gut. But if you take the lesson and you take the learning out of that and and you apply it going forward, you propel yourself back up the chain of loops towards the direction of progress. So for entrepreneurs and for founders and for people in small business, they need to do this over and over and over again to be successful. And so having the, first of all, being aware of that and knowing where you are in the process is important. And then really getting comfortable with being in that moment of, oh no, everything went badly. And then being able to pull something out of that, pull a small win out of that and propel themselves back up. Especially for people in that, in that field, it's, it's really helpful. But also, as you say, for humans, we experience, we experience these things and setbacks all the time as well. Yeah. So many people look at failure in different ways, right? It could be a roadblock, yeah. but this block could be a rock, a boulder that's standing in your way, or you could see it as the small pebbles that's paving a path to your success and everything you want. Well, if you think about it too, I mean, when have you stayed complacent and when have you just, you know, done the status quo and grown as a person, as a business leader, as a partner, as a, you know, mother, father, whatever, you know, you, you don't you don't grow and you don't get better unless you take that one step outside of your comfort zone 
make that your comfort zone and then take another step. Not asking people to, you know, go out and run a marathon after couch surfing and, and binging Netflix, but maybe, maybe you walk around the block. Um, and so just taking, taking that next step, uh, I think is, is an important mentality. And I also think too, I mean, I was terrified of, um, being wrong. So when I was younger, like being wrong in front of people was like the worst thing that could happen. And it was an artificial fear that I had put up and I had to really challenge myself and quote unquote fail over and over again in team meetings, in one-on-one -on -one conversations, in interviews, um, where things just, you know, didn't go perfectly. And I thought everyone disliked me, but doing that over and over again, I got better at communicating and I got better at asking questions and I got better at understanding where people were coming from and how they were truly feeling. So that's just a, a personal one for me. But if you're listening to this or watching this, where can you fail more where it will help you? Another question prompt around this is if you knew you couldn't fail, what would you do? If anything you did was going to be successful, you had to put in the time and the work and whatever, but you knew it was going to be successful in the end. What would you do differently today than what you're doing now? Yeah, I love that. And I really like the saying, fail forward and fail fast, because you rather want to learn from the experience than being stuck in the loop. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, true failure, I guess, would be stopping and like waving the white flag and saying, I declare myself a failure and then just slowly drown in your pools of pessimism. Um, but instead, if you if you keep that in mind and loop loop it back up, then, yeah, I say like failing up, but failing forward, failing fast um, and not an important piece of it, too, is not berating yourself for quote unquote failing. So there's like the event there's in reality, here's what happened. That presentation didn't go well. And then people add this whole other second layer of like, I'm a bad person and they must be talking like all this, all this, you know, nonsense and clutter. And so if you could even just be aware of that second layer and turn the volume down on that and just be like, in reality, you know, I skipped slide three, four and five and it missed some of my points so i had to re-explain them later on like that's the story that's the reality of the situation yeah beautifully said we need to detach failing event from us being as a failure yes. as a person and that's so important because you can have so many events in life where you feel it, it failed right but that's just a circumstance that's just a fact it's a fact you made a mistake it's a fact it didn't work out but these circumstances are neutral it's neither positive or negative and it could indeed turn out to be a positive in the end right we just never that's, know that's a huge point i think that's important to emphasize because a lot of things that at the time seem not good <laughs> i can look back now with 2020 hindsight and be like that opened this door or i met this person by doing that and then that they connected me with this over here so you can kind of see how all the dots connect in hindsight but in the moment it's like oh no like this thing just happened so i would be really open to that too like hey maybe this seeming setback right now is actually a stepping stone to something that i want going forward and you might not even know what that thing is. You might not even know you want that thing or it's a possibility or it's a door that could open, but because you put yourself out there and you push yourself and you grow, then these things start to open up for you. Yeah, absolutely. And I think a lot of people are striving to never fail. Like they're so scared to fail. Do you think it's even possible to never ever fail again? 
So as a recovering perfectionist, um, I can say that uh, you're going to you're going to fail in the traditional sense. You just are. Welcome to the human race, right? Um, so show me show me a perfect person. Uh, raise your hand if you're perfect, and no one no one can raise their hand. But I do think you can be a perfect work in progress, and that means con you know student mentality, uh, spirit of learning, always trying to better yourself for those around you. I think that's just a lifelong endeavor and it's and it's fun and it's purposeful and if you have that mentality that's that's true success and wrapped in wrapped in that is failure so going after it in the right way i think makes it so you can never fail again never truly fail so today i do a lot of things that five ten years ago i would absolutely consider a failure i would absolutely consider you didn't do that perfectly so therefore you failed and now i'm like no that's what makes me a successful person. That's what's opened doors for people, opened doors for me to connect with people. So I would say, if you look at it through the light, right lens, you can never truly fail. I completely agree. And I think one of the biggest mistakes I see people make when it comes to decision-making is when it comes to being afraid to fail is that they can't make decisions. And I think making fast decisions is a big part of being successful. Would you agree with me? Yeah. I mean, it depends on the personality. So I've known some entrepreneurs and founder who are like shoot from the hip and they just like, don't think about anything. Everything's like an emotional knee jerk reaction for those people. I would say maybe take a little bit more time to think things through, but on the whole, a lot of people overthink and they think and think and think, and they weigh the pros and cons and they make a spreadsheet and they talk to people and they think and think and think it's like, just, you know, you got to move, you got to make a decision. And so sometimes it's better to just make a decision versus staying still. So like decision A, B or C, just make one and then other things will unfold from that. So, yeah, I mean, I think most of us could use, could use, you know, getting out of our own way and just making a decision. Yeah. And I think it's important to remember that indecision is also a decision mm -hmm. and inaction is also a decision. So sometimes people think they're not at that decision making point yet, but they've already made the decision not to move forward. And that keeps you stuck in the loop as well. And I think sometimes if you're doing that deliberately, that is an action you can take like, hey, I need some more information. I don't have to make this decision right now. Let me wait a day or a week or, or whatever. But if you're doing it out of fear and you're doing it out of, I don't want to be wrong or I'm going to make a mistake in front of everyone, take a closer look at that, right? So revisit that one. Um, and I think knowing your decision-making style and your defaults is good self-awareness too. So, you know, what do I naturally default to? Am I emotional, shoot from the hip, oh my gosh, what did I just do? Or are you in that analysis paralysis part of it? And then what what does this situation call for? It might be, hey, this, situ this decision is irreversible. Like once we make this, like there's no going back. So you might want to take a little bit more time with that one, like seek some counsel from people, get people's perspectives, you know, run some research, all of those things. If, you know, you you have a legitimate fire drill and you don't have time to like think, you know, think this through and think it out from uh, every angle, then make a make a decision, make the best one you can at the time and then just let things unfold and continue to make the best decision you can. 
Yeah. And I think you made a good point to, yes, you can do more research. Yes, you can get more info, but don't let that be your excuse and give yourself a time frame. Give yourself a deadline. That's a good call. Yes. Awesome. What is your favorite quote in running your business and helping your clients? Yes. So I have two favorite quotes. One is small wins add up faster than you think. So take that baby step outside of your comfort zone, make it your comfort zone. That's your win. Do it again and again. It'll compound over time and you will be blown away by how far you can get. The second quote I love, and it's around failure, is I'm successful because I fail more times than you even try. And so if you have that mentality, it has a little mm, little edge to it where it's like, oh, yeah, that's what makes me successful. Oh, I love both of them. Awesome. Awesome. And remember to celebrate your wins because what you celebrate gets repeated. For sure. Awesome. So where can we check out more of your work, Emily? Yes, thank you. So the best place to go is my website. So it's www.nextlevel.coach. So nextlevel, all one word, .coach. You've got my books there. You have some free downloads there. Um, I also have a podcast. So fellow podcast hosts, you can check out Leveraging Leadership. But um, my social media is there. So the the hub is the website. So nextlevel.coach. Thank you. Thank you. To all the beautiful souls listening, thank you for joining me on this episode of The Lucy Liu Show. When I'm not podcasting, I am coaching high-achieving women in life transitions, getting unstuck, kissing overwhelmed goodbye, and living a more joyful and fulfilled life through strategic goal setting and mindset transformation. It would mean the world to me if you subscribe, rate, or share this with a friend. And don't forget to join me for the next episode. Remember, there is always a way and more blessings are coming your way. For free resources and show notes, head over to lucylucoaching.com. 